Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. And welcome back to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. I am Ingrid. Who else is here? Oh, I am Katie. Hello. 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 And Karen in the house. Well, and not, not, <laughs> not, not in the house, in my own house. The last episode you started rapping. Oh, I forgot about your rap skills. I'm really just, you know, letting go these days. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. It's going to happen. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, so I would like to give you guys a quick update on the Christmas decorating occurring, um, oh, at, yes. the, at the, yes, at the yes. Killen household, if you will. Um, so we did the inflatables, which you did. In, the front, in, the I, front, in the front, uh, listen, it was a very, I had no idea how controversial Christmas inflatables truly are. I mean, I knew that it was something that not everybody would go for, but I didn't know people were so passionate about it. Um, so we did them in the backyard. I posted oh. a picture on, an inst- on Instagram and on Facebook, and then I texted a couple of people I know. Guys, people had a lot to say about the backyard situation. So immediately <laughs> after, we, after we ran the Anchor Moms teas, like we'll always have, if you're here in Western North Carolina, maybe you check it, maybe you check it out. The morning show um, every Wednesday does just like a little blurb from Anchor Moms to tease it to get people to. Um, and the tease that we picked was me talking about the inflatable. So as soon as I got off the desk that morning, Jay, my co-anchor and Jamie, our executive producer was like, you're not going to put him in the front yard. Are you like, you're not going to do it. Right. Like, no, I would, you're like, I Oh just, really? Yeah. You're not going to do oh, it. Wow. Right? And I was like, Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so then we ended up putting him in the backyard and my neighbor who lives across the street, uh, is a big fan of the morning show was like, where is Olaf? I thought Olaf was going in the front yard. And I was like, Oh gosh, like, <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to like, I don't mean to, to like disappoint you. Then some of the people I texted were like, thank God you put them in the backyard. We were so concerned that you guys were going to put them in the front yard. Yeah. People. And my sister was like, my sister listened to the episode and she was like, um, I mean, I don't want to like tell you this, but we only put like, that's how we decorate for Christmas is like Christmas inflatables in our front yard. So she was like offended that I was even suggesting that it this is a lot them in the front yard yeah so so you big guys. opinions on both sides big opinions not one way on, or the it's other like, it's like forget about the um the presidential election the infl- the inflatable debate is blowing up right now so instead of wow. ste- stealing like political signs they're gonna start stealing your inflatables exactly. off your front lawn exactly exactly um so we have the inflatables up they are a joy to all who see them which is hardly anybody because they're in our backyard so really that just is river the most disappointing yeah. story that i have heard <laughs> I, all day long. I mean that's that's heartbreaking after everything we we supported you we were on your side we built I you know. up and then you just turn on us like God. that and put him in the backyard i couldn't do it 
I couldn't do it. I couldn't huh. do it. Well, wow. Um, are yeah, you I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. Are you, are you putting up Paw Patrol in the front yard this year, Karen? So listen, I told you guys we don't have an outlet out there. Oh, oh, that's convenient. And wait well, a minute. No. I'm going to be the oh. only one with an inflatable left in my front yard. Well, I don't yes. know if our situation the is any better. <laughs> so here's, if, because we couldn't put ours in the front, and I don't even think we have one in the backyard right now. Anyway, it's a long story. Our house is, you know, under construction. But um, so we ended up putting it in our family room, like oh. next to the Christmas tree. Wow. Um, which, you know, is close to our dining room table. And so now the kids want it on every night when we eat dinner. So every night during dinner, it goes, mm, by like the, you know how they make that loud noise? Yeah. 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 So we Wait, it's in your ours, house? It's inside yeah. our house. It's in her house. Did you miss that family room? <laughs> family room. Next to the tree. Um, yeah. Okay. I was, so a couple of people on Facebook said the same thing. Like, at least inflatables are not like invading your house. And they had pictures in your of house. like Santa in their kids' like bunk bed inflating. So yeah, yeah, no, that's us. Literally, I'm like about to call the electrician and be like, "Can you just come over now? Like, I know you're not scheduled for another couple of weeks, but like, we need the outlet in the, in yeah. the out in the yard. Yeah, I can't deal with blow up Marshall in well, my family room anymore. There's always Easter. You can always put like you know get that outlet and you put a like an inflatable Easter bunny in the front. Yard. So wait, 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 wait. I want to ask Ingrid. So yours is in your front yard? It's not up yet, but oh, I was planning. Okay. I what was, are you I waiting thought, for? I thought we were all yeah, on the same page for? here. I thought we were all going to wow. do it, and now I, I I cannot. And Katie is choosing not to. So you can so, choose your own adventure here. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, Let us know I, how that goes. Like, here's the thing is I don't really believe you that it's going up. So when it goes up, I want to get, I would like to see social media posts Picture. as well yeah. as a text. Proof. Yeah. I owe you guys nothing because both of you guys have stabbed me in the back. So I would not go that far. I would go that far. Um, no let's solidarity. Just, let's just cut right to the first article then, Katie. From the news desk. This one comes, um, you've probably heard about this. This is from the New York Times. Um, Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sus Sussex, right before Thanksgiving, revealed in an op-ed that, um, that she had a miscarriage back in July. Um, and it's created a lot of buzz uh, on the internet. And a lot of folks are, are coming out and saying that they're so happy. You know, she's very high profile, obviously. And the fact that she's talking about it um, makes it okay for other people to share it. I'll just, here's a quick excerpt um, from the, from the op-ed. Losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief experienced by many, but talked about by few. In the pain of our loss, my husband and I discovered that in a room of 100 women, 10 to 20 of them will have suffered from miscarriage. Yet despite the staggering commonality of this pain, the conversation remains taboo, riddled with unwarranted shame and perpetuating a cycle of solitary mourning. So she, by talking about this, by uh, publishing this in the New York Times, she's hoping that other folks come forward and feel like it's okay to share. I cried. Yeah, it's a good article. It's, it's a it's good, really good article. Yeah, I was really emotional about it. Um, yeah, I thought it was really well written and really well done. Um, I, I was really, whew, it, it touched me. It was really, it was really hard to read. Well, imagine for someone, too, who's also lost a child, how this would impact them, of course. Of course, um, yeah. And I'm, sh I'm shocked that, that this wasn't common knowledge, that it didn't make the press before she wrote it in her own words. 
in the New York Times. I mean, that's pretty, I mean, I don't know how far along she was, um, but that was surprising to me too, that you know, Meghan Markle pregnancy had an already, well, yeah, that, that she was it. pregnant, that no one knew right. about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess they kind of have been like hunkered down in the U.S. for a while. I mean, you, we joke on the morning show at News 13 that Katie's like our royal expert. Yeah. And that she knows everything about Meghan Markle. And you, she didn't text you or anything. She didn't. She, she didn't. didn't say, like, but when no, we did read okay. it on the morning show, Ingrid, like as soon as we went to break, was like, Katie, how did you not know this? It's like, Ingrid, <laughs> I don't know everything about the, the, uh, the royal family. But, you know, what, what's also interesting is this kind of comes on the heel of Chrissy Teigen's big reveal yeah. um, mm-hmm. about her loss. She was further along. I think I want to say she was almost halfway through her pregnancy. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest with you, Ingrid can attest to this as well because that morning I came in and Chrissy Teigen posted photos of her in the hospital on Instagram, Oof. like hours after it happened. And I, I, I'm just going to admit this. I was a little bit like, what? I mean, why would you share such a private moment on Instagram hours after it happened? Um, and a lot of people sort of cr- criticize her and, and Chrissy Teigen has kind of just basically been like, I don't give an F about what you guys think. Like this well, is important to share this because I think yeah. a lot of people feel like they can't share it and suffer in silence. So, I mean, I was wrong. The more I read about it, the more I read about Chrissy Teigen and then also this, I was wrong. It is something important that we need to share. And I remember you saying that and I remember saying, well, also, you know, she's a celebrity and this information is going to get out. She wants to be the one who releases it, has control of it. Can you imagine if you're just sitting around waiting for this news to break and, and, and you have no control over it. Right. I I kind of like understand why she was like, look, this happened. You guys knew I was pregnant. Now I'm not pregnant. I'm not hiding it. And and this is an awful thing. And you know, now we grieve. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think too, like, People, people deal with it in different ways, obviously, you know, everybody is, but I just, the, the one takeaway positive for me is that people are feeling more comfortable, whether you're a celebrity or you're not, you know, more comfortable talking about these things. And I do think for the past however many decades, it's been taboo. And I'm glad that now people feel like they can start sharing things. Um, yeah. And I, like, even I feel like in my friend circle, you know, some people will say like, hey, I'm pregnant, I'm really early. I'm telling you because I would tell you if I'd had a miscarriage. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I can tell you early on because I know that even if I was going to, something were to happen, I would tell you anyway. Um, and I think, I think if, whether it's your close friends or everybody on Instagram, you know, as long as you have somebody that you can talk to, um, cause it's, I cannot imagine it's, it's horrific to, to lose a child like that. And so I, I'm hoping that people can at least talk to somebody when they go through these things more. Right than in the past. Yeah. Read this op-ed if you haven't. It's made, you know, what's funny is it's made a lot of news. A lot of, um, outlets have covered it, but until like, until this week, I didn't actually read the op-ed. So it's worth going to this, going to this op-ed and reading it and not just reading the coverage of it because it's, it's good. It's very powerful. And she says her main takeaway is ask if you're okay. Like that was her point of it was like, you know, somebody asked her, are you okay? And she said, thank you for asking. Like, that's what we need to start with is maybe you don't know exactly what to say, but just say, Hey, are you okay? Right. And that can really help a lot of people. Right. Mom's the word. Mom's the word. Okay. Mom's the word is uh, mine this week and Katie's makes fun of me 
Oh, no. Because uh, this happens every single week. I walk in, she's like, you got it in a different color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I found this dress on Amazon, and I, I bought it in yellow, and I liked it. So then I bought it in brown, and then I liked it. So I bought it in gray, and then I also bought it in purple. Oh, so wow. it's the exact same dress. And no one has noticed. No viewers have said anything, but I've except, except Katie, except for Katie, because uh, she, you know, she, you know, is sitting next to me the whole day. But it's twenty nine ninety nine. Ooh, uh, yeah, it's super Karen's cheap. Like, sign me up. I yeah, can, right. Like, I can put a link to it. But this dress comes in seventeen colors, so what? I have several more to go. Yeah, it comes in seventeen colors, Katie. And it's um, from Amazon. It's a women's retro 1950s style sleeveless slim business pencil dress. You know how they list all those yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. descriptive words. But um, anyways, I'll put a link. And it's, 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 you know, a TV dress. But if you need just like a cheap dress, if you have an interview coming up, if you, um, I mean, it looks good from, from just the top up. So if you just need something cute for your Zoom calls, uh, check it out. I'll put a link. It's. It's very cute, and every day Ingrid shows up wearing it again, and I'm like, <laughs> dang it, how is that a $30 dress? How is that a $30 dress? So yeah. now that it's in 17 colors, I might have to get me some. Just yeah. check with. What if we wear it on the same day? Will people no, notice? That's fine. Just check with me before you wear, like, okay. which color. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. So our next article um, comes from The Atlantic. It's uh, titled, Here Comes the COVID-19 Baby Bust. Um, did you guys think one way that this article was going to talk about something and then it's completely opposite? Well, yeah, because we've talked about this in previous podcasts. Like, is there going to be a baby boom after the pandemic? Right. Everyone's stuck inside together. Right. So I saw the headline. I'm like, oh, they're going to be talking about, I guess I didn't really read it closely enough to see that it said baby bust instead of baby boom. Um, but, but you guys, it's talking about the exact opposite thing that we're going to have a big bust. This is crazy. 300,000 to 500,000, half a million fewer babies uh, next year, possibly because of COVID. Um, and so it goes through all the research and all the predictions um, but it says that children conceived in back in March when this first started, now they will be, they're being born like right now in the next couple right. of weeks. Right. So it's a little early in like the, you know, nine month span and prediction process, but, um, because of the economic situation and the public health crisis, uh, people aren't, aren't conceiving as much right now. Um, which is well, they so also sad. say that the slump, they, they say the slump actually had already started before the pandemic. So right. it's not just right. attributed to the pandemic. They're sure. saying like in general, this, this time in history, there seems to be a bit of a dip for whatever reason, which coincides right. with the pandemic. So I'm sure the, the following year will be much lower. Yeah, well, and it, and it talked historically about, you know, the influenza of 1918 and the Great Recession, two other big things, which one of those was economy-based and one of those was health-based, right? And they both saw dips, and this is like a combo of both. So how bad is this dip going to be after after this is all um, done? I, I was really shocked by this. I, I hadn't, I mean, maybe that sounds naive. I, sh I should have thought of it, but I just hadn't, hadn't um, processed the, what, what would come because of this in terms yeah. of having children? I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I think it depends on what your economic situation is. Um, if you were somebody who lost your loss, you were thinking about having kids and then you lose your job, like 
for your insurance, you're going to pull the plug on, uh, you know, thinking about getting pregnant. Um, also, you know, it's not easy being pregnant right now. You can't leave your house. Um, right. you, can't, you have to go to all your doctor, doctor's appointments by yourself. You're at even greater risk. I mean, you're already worried mm-hmm. about COVID, but when you're pregnant, you're at even greater risk for complications. I can see why there would be a lot of reasons why you might not be, you know, you might decide to put it off. Now, at the same time, I think a lot of people are like, I'm going to go ahead. And, this is what I decided to do. And I'm like going to go ahead and do it. We had a story a couple of weeks ago when I was like, picked this article. What made me think of it is, um, we had a story a couple of weeks ago on the noon news talking about how um, people who make baby formula, bottles, pacifiers, all the things that you need baby when you have a baby. Yeah. yeah, baby products, thank you, are cutting back because they've already read this data and they know that the expectation mm. is is that they will not need to be manufacturing as much stuff because there's just going to be fewer people buying it because they're having fewer babies. So, but one perk is it says that kids born in 2022 and beyond will have um, over will have overcrowded classrooms and unusually stiff labor market competitions. Oh, well, so what they're saying is once there's a boom again, it's going to impact classrooms and labor market because mm-hmm. everyone's waiting that year or whatever to have the baby. Mm-hmm. So then there's going to be a surge. But though, so if you do have a baby right now, your kids will have an, maybe an easier time. Like a smaller, yeah. 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 smaller yeah. class sizes. So there's a lot of this article. There's a lot of things to unpack in this, but I think it's interesting to see uh, just the breakdown of it all. Yeah. And the other thing too, that they mentioned, you know, and I know we've all felt this, like there's a childcare crisis right now too, right? Like, yeah. what do you do with your kid? And I can't imagine having a newborn right now. Do you send them to a, a new daycare that you've, you know, like yeah. when I drop my children off at, at, uh, daycare and preschool, I can't go in the building physically. Right. Oh. And I, they've been there before. So I know the teachers and feel very comfortable, but I cannot imagine having a newborn three month old and handing them off to someone and not even being able to go inside and, you know, make sure everything's so, good and see their room and everything. Do you just walk Ella Ray and Henry to the door or Henry and um, Bennett? To the and door? Bennett I mean, like, yeah. How does that work? Okay. That's so, so for, weird. well, it's weird. Uh, Bennett's is different because it's younger kids. Um, so they come actually, it's like a drive through. They come out to your car and you, everybody has a mask on and you just kind of hand it. They take their temperature when they're in your arm and then you hand them over um, wow. and they take them in. And then at Henry school, they have like a back door situation. And so you ring the doorbell and wait for somebody to come. They take the temperature and then walk them in. Yeah, it's crazy. But can you imagine doing that with a, with a newborn? Like, I remember, I mean, you know, that first daycare drop-off when you have a, your first kid, your newborn, it's so, like, emotional anyway. I can't imagine doing it during COVID. No, it's awful. Yeah, and so like you don't know what's going on, you know, ever behind closed doors, but now you right, literally right. have never even yeah, been in Yeah, you there. don't even know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. other news. Okay, our last article today, I am very passionate about this. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It's from the New York Times. It says, yes, your kids can play outside all winter. Yep. I know. I think we've all been like, oh, my gosh. Now that winter has started, we're going to be stuck inside with the kids all the time. It's, you know, that's our only kind of escape is to go outside and play. Um, well, this I love this article because they're like, nope, mama, daddy, gotta do it. take those kids outside. They need it. You need it. The dog needs it. Everyone needs it. Um, this author which is, it's crazy. Katie did, Katie picked this article, didn't even know that he was quoted in this when she picked this article, but there is a local, um, athlete quoted in this yes. article. 
Yeah, his name is Pete Ripmaster. He's been on the morning show live several times. Oh, yeah, you guys have seen yeah. him. Yeah, oh, yeah we, we met him. him. Yeah. He's super yeah. nice. He's a local guy, has kids. He's won the 2018 Iditarod Trail Invitational 1000 on foot. So basically, it's a thousand miles of like running. Did you, do you know about this guy, Karen? I mean, it's unbelievable what he does, but I didn't but until I read this and, but... a, and aside. Yes. But anyways, it takes place in Alaska. He he's won this thing. So he, he knows how to stay warm in the outdoors. So basically what this article is saying is it goes through some tips for moms and dads, how to keep your kids happy and warm outside to continue playing even amongst, you know, inches of snow. So, um, this is what Pete says. He says that you need to keep your head, your heart and your feet covered and warm. Keep those feet dry. You need waterproof insulated boots or rubber boots. Make sure you have good socks, wool socks or synthetic socks, not cotton, and also pack an extra pair in your bag, uh, in case they get wet. Um, and then they interview some other um, moms and dads who um, have done these expeditions across like the Arctic and all kinds of, of crazy things that you and I would be like, what? You took your kids on these expeditions. And it these was are like, like my mom and, and dad it was like, like heroes. Yeah, exactly. Know, it's right? like 30 degrees outside and there's like camping. So some other tips in this article, put your feet or hands on a friend's or partner's stomach. Yeah, I was like, who would agree to that? Just FYI, <laughs> I would be like, hell no, I don't care. Like, you're my kid. I don't care. Go to. I, I feel like Put I do that to like speak. my husband, yeah. just to like annoy to be to annoy be him. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mittens, not gloves, which I think what we all have heard that before. I like this one. Seal the edges, so kind of cover all the holes. So you know where your glove meets your coat. Make sure that the the glove is over top of the coat. And same thing by your ankles. Um, something that I think a lot of us have done too with our babies when they were infants, kind of zip the baby inside of a big coat. Mm -hmm. Did you guys oh, do that's that? That's my favorite. Kids, yes. Yeah. When I the kids that. were are really small, you put them in the carrier and then you put on a big coat, like your husband's coat or whatever, and zip them up. Um, and then some other tips in here is keep those kids moving, play games with them outside, like red light, green light, tag, scavenger hunts, uh, pack snacks to keep them full and full of energy and snacks that won't freeze. Have you ever packed things that are like, I don't know, like a soft granola bar and it's like really hard. Yeah. yeah. It's been outside and it's frozen or like a pouch or something. So they're saying, you know, get things like fig bars, trail mix, uh, warm drinks. And, and the last tip that I'll mention here from Pete Ripnaster, the local uh, athlete I was talking about, he says to eat outside, eat outside by a fire, a stove, Ooh. a fire pit. And I will say, this is something that we do often. So it's already cold here in Western North Carolina. We have like a backyard fire pit, a front yard one. And the kids are difficult at dinner time, you know, every single day. But if you mix it up and you go outside, you know, put your coat on, your hat, they love it. And they tend to eat more because it's just like something different and fun. And yeah. new. Mm -hmm. um, so we do that fairly often. And of course, the, the, you know, their goal is to get the marshmallow. So that mellow after. So that's maybe why they actually eat more. Mm -hmm. But hey, get your kids outside. Keep them outside, even if it's cold out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be I better just, for our mental health folks. I, sh I shared this, um, this morning earlier, like I can't even forget about like gloves and mittens and seal the edges. I can't even get rid of a freaking put on a jacket. So like, I'm just like, I'm not even, I'm not even there at like the seal, the edges. I'm like, let's put pants on and zip on a jacket. <laughs> Cover <Yep>. the skin. <laughs> yeah. Like that's where I am right now.
now. Well, like, I see these people on social media, like the kids playing in the snow and having a blast. And they're in like these like, you know, bib overhauls and like puffy jackets and hats and gloves and mittens. And I'm like, what? Like, what am I doing wrong in life that my kid will? I mean, she would never wear any of that right now. So. Well, I told Katie wow. this too. Like last, this make her, made her feel better. Last week, my daughter refused to wear pants outside and it was like 30 degrees and it was a meltdown like I have never seen before. She refused because she's been pantsless a lot lately because of her body training. training. But she like went and like put her tennis shoes on herself and like went to open the door and then I told her she had to wear pants and it was a complete meltdown. So I was like, okay, you can wear a coat and no pants and she wouldn't wear the coat either. So then we just couldn't go. Yeah, that's so I feel your pain, my friend. Mm -hmm. If it Mm -hmm. makes you feel better, you know, Henry was shirtless most of the summer. Like, as soon as he got home, he wanted to, like, take his shirt off. And just his bow tie, right? He wore a bow tie and, like, a shirt. Well, now, (laughs) listen, yesterday he literally gets home. Now he's into no pants instead of no shirt. It's like going around Asheville, apparently. Um, (laughs) And he gets home, immediately takes off his pants, and then puts on the tie again. So now he has on a shirt and a tie and no (laughs) pants. And I'm like... Buddy. And he's like, it's going to be warm tonight, right? I'm like, no, it's like maybe going to snow tonight. It's like, this is like, it's, it's cold for, for your foreseeable future. Like as far as you can see in the future, it's going to be cold, but he still yeah. wants to wear no pants at home. I don't, I'm like, are you turn off freezing? the heat? Just turn the heat off. <laughs> I don't understand those what's pants up with these on. kids. Yeah. Oh, I love anyway. it. It's funny. Okay. Well, um, I had actually, uh, I had, I was like, gosh, I'm, I was looked down at our little rundown and I was like, crap, the win of the week is coming up. Oh, that's me. What am I, what, what is it? Um, What's your win? Come up with something. uh, So this is where I knew that I like hit a new pandemic low and a new pandemic desperation. Um, Uh my gym is closed this week just because so quickly after Thanksgiving cases are surging, like they just closed preemptively. So I have been working out in the WLOS sports office. And Ooh. I will tell you, I was like, this is like the dregs of my life. Like this sucks. Like I don't want to do this. But I did it. I just did it two days in a row. And I'm like feeling good about it, you guys. Like I'm feeling motivated. So wait, so like, what is there is there a TV in there? Like what are you doing? Like what? I don't know. Oh, I just I do remember. like I have a little um like a body weight circuit kind of thing. Um, okay. so it's like timed. It's like basically like high interval kind of things. I can only do it for 30 minutes. I told Ingrid, like as soon as like 30 minutes hits my like watch, and I'm like, well. That was a good workout. I'm done. I can't do it. I can't do more than 30 minutes. Um, but I just, you know, like I'm happy that I'm like able to make it work. And that's been the best part of my week is just the fact that I'm, I'm pulling these workouts off here in the sports office. I'm sure people in the newsroom think I'm crazy because I like walk out and I'm like sweaty. I like have my like gym stuff on. But, you know, it is what it is, guys. It is what it Did is. Did you bring in weights? No, it's body weight stuff. Oh, oh, like oh, her oh, body. I missed that. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. I missed yeah. that. Sorry. Yeah. Although, as you know, Ingrid does have some weights in the well, I was going to say, yeah. So, well, you're, yeah, you're burying the lead here. You know, like, I've been working out in that office yeah. for five yeah. months now. Ingrid is the one who is, who's, has inspired me. I was always like, working out in the sports office. That's so basically horrible. the sports office is now, like, the workout It's room. a personal yeah. gym. Come on in. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, it's called sports office. We're doing exactly. sports, sporting, exactly. athletic sporting stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, the way so, I figure, the way I justified it, I, I felt very uncomfortable doing it at first. And then I was like, I think my coworkers would prefer I don't go to a full gym and expose yeah. myself to COVID. And instead, right. I just have to expose them to my body odor, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. all. 
Um, yeah, so it's been, uh, it's been good, but if you would have told me a year ago that I would be like getting <laughs> two back-to-back workouts in the sports office, I would have been like, nah. why? Like what? No. Well, you know, cause I you're pretty about. good. You're a gymmer. Yeah. Yeah. A big gymmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a gymmer. They call it, they call I'm it a gymmer. A gymmer. Yes, yes, yes. A gymmer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking about taking this to a whole new level and like, bringing like a bed and like putting it also oh, wow. in the sports office and then yeah. it's an apartment you know <laughs> we can, I, there's like a mini fridge in the newsroom we can you know we've already got our workout stuff we just need a bed and we're set let's do it listen you know save some money on that rent mortgage I, I'm in I'm in if I get to escape my like husband and kid for a couple of days and live in the sports office like <laughs> well done. I did sleep in my car yesterday and a bed would have been a lot more comfortable <laughs> Goodness. Think about these wins compared to our wins like a year ago. I know. That's all right. Like I worked out for 30 minutes in an enclosed hot space in which that like men usually like working at a computer. Yeah. 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 Oh goodness, ladies. All right, guys. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And um we'll uh we'll see you next week. Leave us a review. Ingrid told me that we got a review. We got a review. We got a review. I was so excited. I was listening to another podcast that I thought had a really good way of asking this. If you like what you've listened to, leave a review. Oh, if you don't no. like it, don't leave a review because we Ooh. don't want any bad reviews, right? Well, so, but I'll if you I'll like us, then review. leave a review. I'll take any review. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll but take never whatever. Mind. Never mind. Just, Just leave it. it no Just matter go. what. Okay. Yeah. Have a good week, right. guys. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Thanks for listening.